Yo, what up? What's poppin', baby? It's your man, Dean Edwards. And we are back in the building. In the Father Market building. <laughs> it's, it's early one morning in the midst of the approach of summer. And we're, and, and check that out. That's our wake up call. We woke up early so it didn't affect us. Huh? It affected you because you heard it. You'll probably hear another one in about 15 minutes. That's called the... There's a lot of comics will give themselves... Not even comics. I'm sure like business folks, musicians, people on the road will give themselves uh, an additional weight of pull if for some reason they ignore or don't pay attention to the first wake-up call. So that's what that's going to be in about 15 minutes uh, from now, man. Yo, I'm in a good space. I'm in a good groove. I'm in a good mood, baby. Just uh, finished a, a nice weekend here at the Chicago Improv out here in Schaumburg, the wonderful burg of Schaum. Uh, special shout out to uh, All Things Comedy, the network, uh, and, and the various comedians who have podcasts all across their um, their network. We want to say thank you to you know Al Madrigal. He he was actually um, one of the, one of the uh, people that runs All Things Comedy. Al Madrigal. Um, sorry to hear about. Your show, uh, you know, about a boy getting canceled. Y'all got two years out of it, though. You know, enough time to stack some chips, son. Uh, I'm sure you'll have something else very soon. Because uh, you're a talented young man, talented actor. And uh, Al, Bill, E. See what I did there? You thought I was going to say Billy. But I tried breaking it down. Um, Al and Billy Burke, uh, you know, run a great network over there. All things comedy and... Uh, I'll actually be out there in the next week or two, and we'll record. We'll record. We'll make up for her lost time, uh, and I'll probably have uh, one of my buddies out in L.A. on the show with me. Um, and check out, you know, Ian Edwards' podcast, Soccer Comic Rant, Dean Del Rey, Let There Be Talk, Brian Scalero's uh, Brian Scalero show, Kira Sultanovich's the Kiratel Salt, the Kira Sultanovich show, and many more. Um, Anyway, enough of that. So yeah, um, it was it was pretty interesting. Last last week, uh, got called. It was a this was a last minute gig, right? I uh, I I was supposed to be in New York City <laughs> this past weekend doing Greenwich uh, Greenwich Village Comedy Club and Eastville Comedy Club, and uh, last weekend while I was in. Um, while I was doing Levity Live up there in West Nyack, West Nyack, New York, uh, my man has, uh, we get a call, we get a message, um, actually from my agent, an email, he says, uh, yeah, Levity Live wants to, uh, wants to see if you're available for next weekend, someone falling out, obviously, anytime, anytime you get a call, a week out, that means someone canceled, um, but it's always, it always feels good when they, uh, when they call you, cause you're like, oh, okay, that means, that means they like me enough to, to bring a brother out, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, yeah, so it was nice to, uh, no, nice to hear. So, um, 
they they booked us. I actually it's funny because I just um I, I wanted to go see Shakan Shakan was a in Prospect Park last last week Wednesday, and I had already promised the family that I was gonna go, and so my only my only uh, request with regards to doing this date was that I would have um, have space to uh, not fly in on Wednesday night but Thursday morning because I had already made plans. And Stephanie out here at the Schomburg, uh, wonderful Schomburg slash Chicago improv, she called me. Actually, as I'm getting off stage on Sunday night, I get a text. I get two texts saying, uh, you know, we'll... Uh, We'd love to have you. I put out an offer. Didn't hear back from your agent on Friday, which always frustrates you. You know what I mean? Because you're like, wait, but I, I told them yes, but to let me know if I could come in on Thursday. So that's, sometimes you get frustrated with your representation because you're thinking, well, let's just make it happen. Let's get it done. And sometimes they'll drag their feet and you're like, why? And even I ain't going front on Saturday morning. I actually thought to myself, or not Saturday morning, say Saturday afternoon. Uh, you know, Harris and I were hanging out. I think we went to see San Andreas. Fun movie. It was an adrenaline rush. <laughs> um, we we uh, we were at the movies. We were grabbing lunch. And I'm thinking to myself, yo, this is not should not be a long, drawn-out um, process. My agent should have been able to hit the management of the comedy club back and hit me right back. So, you know, on Saturday, I'm thinking, okay, well, I'll wait till Sunday. Then Sunday comes, and I don't hear anything. And I actually was going to, was going to hit the club directly. I was thinking to myself, you know what? We hit them directly. You know, um, mainly because I want to, I want to cop my my flight as early as possible. Generally, what happens? For those that don't know, here's a little bit of insight. You get booked. On a road gig, the, the, the club usually will um, handle your travel or they'll reimburse your travel, I should say. Um, they just want you to, you know, cop the ticket. So I wound up, um, she she hit me as I was getting off stage on my final show Sunday night. I, uh, I text her and then she called me and then it was a done deal. And I even told her, I said, you know what, We're, you and I are uh, cool enough. Just hit me. You can hit me next time. I mean, obviously, the protocol is to go through your agent, and that's what they do. That's what they did. However, you know, when it comes to locking the time and date in, it's always fine to hit the talent directly. Uh, so the protocol is to ignore the protocol. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, and then I booked my flight. Got a nice flight on uh, Thursday morning. And flew out here Thursday after got here Thursday afternoon and uh and it commenced, you know. And this place is you know, the club is it's a nice club. It's it's funny because it's not in Chicago. I might have said that before, but the club is not in Chicago proper. It's out in the burbs. It's way out in the burbs, you know. Um and then on top of that, uh Chicago has terrible traffic. So, and, you know, it's a running gag, but anytime, anytime I come out here, if my friends find out I'm out here, 
uh, they'll actually either say, hey, man, yeah, you know what? I heard you in town. Where are you playing? I'm like, I'm Chicago Improv. Ah, yeah. I probably ain't going to be able to make it out there, player. Because it, it could take anywhere, depending on traffic, take anywhere from 20, 20 plus minutes to 45 to an hour, you know? So, you know, uh, I I understand. I actually, I got a call um, on Friday because Friday I did, uh, the reason you come in early is to do morning media. So Thursday morning, uh, I actually had to do a couple of phoners, a couple of phone call interviews over uh you know with two different radio stations and uh and my my lovely li- lovely wife look I was gonna say my lovely life and lovely wife there was it's one in the same uh she she was she was gracious enough to allow me she dropped me off at the airport but uh we actually went and sat in the uh cell phone parking lot and um uh Real quick, I want y'all to know I'm watching this video of uh, of this police officer um, that that pulled his gun on uh, on these teenagers in in Texas. Um, yet another <laughs> yet another example of possible um, you know brutal pr- police force. Um, oh, he just yoked this little man and and uh, this little girl. Wow, it's 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 so disturbing. It's just when is when is it too much, people? You know when is it too much? Um, yeah, I, this is my first. This is my first time seeing it on television. I, I've seen it across social media. I've seen it uh, on my phone and even on my iPad, but haven't seen it on the uh, on the news. Just disturbing. Just very disturbing. Um, wow, well, he's yoking her up. She's in a bathing suit. Damn. Pushes her head to the ground. It's actually very... Jeez, man. Ah, it's painful to watch. Oh, it's painful to watch and then try to attempt to uh, refocus. Refocus. Um, So, yeah. So, you know, I did these two radio interviews um, that went well. And my wife, you know, sat while I did so because I (laughs) I couldn't do them... I could have done them in the airport, but would have picked up a lot of external noise and and uh, you know, announcements. So she let me just sit in the car, and I was very loud. And so thank you, I love you, I appreciate you for doing that. Um, if you ever hear this, <laughs> so we flew out, and I think I I, think I went to the movies. Like I said, it's in a mall. As many of these uh comedy clubs the improvs and uh the improvs and funny bones um they figured it out they said you know let's put them in malls we always have a built-in audience so they uh they did that and um which is convenient because well they have pf chains and a movie theater what more could you ask for so uh so i went to see insidious three and i'm gonna cop Cop my honest, honest plea, man. I went to see it in the day on purpose. <laughs> because, you know what, I believe in astral projection. And uh, and so it's, it's, it's uh, that movie kind of hits home. Because I'm like, hey, you know what, there, there could be some truth to this. You could pull someone back through, uh, through the porthole. So 
for me, you know, watch the movie. Was the weakest of the three. I'll say that. Uh, still a decent movie. It was entertaining. It was a prequel. It was a prequel, but it was a. Uh, I think it was probably the weaker of the the three Insidious movies. Um, with that said, you still can go enjoy it, uh, and you might might have fun. You might have a good time with it. So Thursday, Thursday, when I get into the club, I see the entire uh, staff. My man Dave always comes and picks me up. He, he does the sound at the club. A real old school head, old school hip hop head. So he he plays the he plays the tunes that make you want to move. He plays the grooves that make you want to move. Um, and then the management, uh, Stephanie and, and Tony, the uh, owner, and just the, Brian, one of the, uh, you know, door guys. Great bunch of people out there at the Chicago Improv, located in Schaumburg. And I keep saying that because I want, want, I want people in Schaumburg to be proud of where they're from. You know how many times this weekend I said, who's from Schaumburg? And it took people a good you know, four or five seconds before they actually would raise their hand or clap. You got to be proud of where you're from, people. Everybody can't be from, yo, I'm from the south side of Chicago, from the west side. Where you from? I'm from Schaumburg. Mm -hmm. You know, similar to, uh, similar to, to New York City. You know, everybody can't be from a borough. Where you from? From Brooklyn, son. From, I'm from Queens, baby. The BX Bronx, stand up. Where you from? I'm from Poughkeepsie. <laughs> I, mm, I'm repping that PK style, son. <laughs> hey, so, uh, so, yeah, so, first show, Thursday night, uh, nice, decent crowd. You never know what you're going to get on Thursday, but we had a nice, nice crowd. It wasn't sold out, but it was packed, um, you know, probably like 100, I don't know, 130 130 or so, which for me, I was, I was fine with that because Thursday is the throwaway show. You never know. You never know. You never know what you're going to get. You feel me? Um, so I was very, uh, very happy with them and had a decision to make whether I was going to dive right into the material or if, uh, if, if. I'm going to, you know, start off with some, some, you know, stock material. Um, decided, decided, you know what? I feel like working out some of this new material about suicide and death. That's right, you heard me, people. Suicide and death. It needed to be addressed. Um, so I did. Uh, and y'all, let me tell you, had had a blast doing it. The new material was working, and. For me, it also feels good because you know because you're doing new material now. I've been working on some of this material for a long time. Uh, it all sort of stems from that pilot that uh, that crashed. Oh, look! It's been 15 minutes. It's been 15 minutes exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's it. You won't hear a ring any any more times, y'all. You ain't gonna hear it never, n- 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 not not never, not never again today. Maybe another time I'll be on the road. Maybe next week. Who knows? But um, you know, because I could have done this, uh, recorded it last night. But um, you know, more pressing uh needs um were at hand. 
Game of Thrones was on, right? Let's be real, you know. It was time for Khaleesi to show her true power. Uh, Dragares. That's for all you Game of Thrones nuts uh, and fiends. Y'all know. Dragares. <laughs> Hashtag Dragares. Uh, it's 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 a time of the dragon. The time of the dragons and the Targaryens is upon us. I'm sorry. The, the, the inner nerd um, seeps out every so often. So, uh, yeah, so the new material is working. Um, about, which, like I said, stemming from... Uh, from the 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 pilot that committed suicide, I think it was in, was it a Aeroflot flight? Um, uh, yeah, it's one of Delta's partners. I think, I think I just because I remember taking taking heat and paying attention. I was like, oh geez, I fly that airline. That's kind of kind of sad if you think about it. Like, damn, it could have been me. Um, but it wasn't, you know. And uh, condolences out to. All the families who lost someone attached to that flight, or any flight that's ever uh, crashed. So, which isn't that crazy? You have to you have to do that nowadays. You have to so as not to have people offended. And like he spoke about plane crashes. Well, I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, making any light or joking about your particular plane crash. You idiot! I'm not laughing that people died. I'm I'm clowning the fool that. Decided to commit suicide and take people with him. Kill yourself. You know, that's the genesis and of the of the joke. The idea of the joke is really, you know, you're going to commit suicide. You're going to be selfish and take out yourself. Kill yourself. Don't kill other people. Shoot. I want to ride this life thing out. See where it takes me. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, the material about uh, that and the fact that you never have to worry about me committing suicide because I'm too vain. Because I'm not famous enough yet. <laughs> that's where that's where that joke comes from. Um, so the new material worked well and had me floating. I felt good, felt uh, felt accomplished and prepared for the five remaining shows. Saying, you know, I'm gonna gonna have a good time working and tightening this material. And that's the thing, man. You know, um, for for all comics, I think anytime you go on the road. You want to work at least one, one or two new joints, and it could could be a matter of a you know a one minute one liner bit, or it could be a you know a five, seven minute uh, joke that you know you really are fleshing out and then figuring out. Um, but always use use the time on stage to to grow. Um, now you know. There's a there's an addendum or a side note to that, uh, Malibu Kelly. You like you like that? because she, she she's this brilliant lawyer, and and I use the word addendum. Did I impress ya? <laughs> the um, no. The side note to to that uh, that sort of rule about using using every moment on stage to grow, or every time on stage to grow, is if you're new and you don't have a lot of material. Work the material you have, man. Let me say that again. If you're new and you don't have a lot of material, work the material that you have. That's that's almost a quote that I'm gonna probably forget. So somebody somebody uh, write that and 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 tweet it to me because I'll forget. <laughs> but um, and the reason I say that is because I uh I was just I had a showcase at um I had a recent showcase at uh Stand Up New York recent showcase of stand-up new york 
and had a blast. And actually, uh, you know, it was cool. I met, who did I meet? I met, um, uh, she she sang, I actually remember her from American Idol, American Idol. Um, her name, I think if I recall, was Rachel, Rachel Zavita. I remember because she was an opera student. She was a singer and she went to, I want to say, School of the Arts, LaGuardia in New York City. And, uh... And they wanted to box her in, but she she had she had some range, which was which was kind of dope. Um, anyway, uh, I think um, now here's what's crazy. How come I remember her? This is this is such a man. I remember her, but don't remember uh, the dude, <laughs> the dude that uh, that she was with. Man, forgot his name. Um, but he was he's a comic. I remember he was a comic. And um and he and I spoke. What's his name? John. I think his name was John. Uh, but you know, I was uh, after my set. I was sitting at the uh, bar. I think uh, me and Harris were just hanging out up there. Harris wanted to roll out, so we were hanging out at Stand Up New York. And uh, I was talking to him, a uh, newer comic, and he, he was, you know, and he was he, he was really new. I think he said he only been on um you know a handful of times he's from philly lives in new york now anyway that's not important to the story but i like painting painting the picture and setting things up so he he tells me that you know he he's he's building his set and i said and he asked me to watch him now i ain't going to be honest you know i don't like watching new comics right or better yet, I don't like new comics asking me to watch them. Not on some arrogant, I'm better than you, but <laughs> I'm better than you. No, I was just playing. <laughs> That's so Patrice. Um, no, I just, you know what? If if I feel inclined to watch, then I will. But let me watch on my own. As soon as you ask me, hey, um, you want to watch my set? I'm thinking no, I I don't want to watch because you're you're new and there's a chance you're gonna make a lot of mistakes and errors on stage, um, that a might be uncomfortable for me to watch, b uh, might might uh, feed into the the comic in me, the inner comedian that that likes seeing other comics bomb, you know. C it's uncomfortable watching someone bomb, so now I have to experience that. With you and D, after you come off stage, you're going to ask me, yeah, so what'd you think? And if you caught an L, you know what I thought. You know I thought you stunk. And you want this encouragement. And I don't want to I don't want to go through it. I don't want to go through the uh, the discomfort of, of having to now, uh, you know, give you constructive criticism that you might not want to hear. I just had a friend recently ask me. Asked me uh, for some criticism, for some constructive criticism, and then when I gave it, this person seemed to get offended. So offended enough to the point where they said, uh, "I said, um, are are you upset that I gave you constructive criticism?" And they said, "No, I just don't necessarily agree with anything that you uh, said," which kind of annoyed me. Because I'm like, all right, well, why ask me? 
I, you know, I understand it's part of opinion, but the, the, the gist of the, uh, story was they, they had something, they had to submit a, a clip, a stand-up clip to, uh, to, a, to an agent and, uh, for, to help book work. So when I saw the clip, I gave my constructive criticism because, and there were various issues I had with the clip as far as I felt like they can do a stronger set. I felt they could do a stronger set without using profanity um, because the the work they're submitting for, the the people that book are going to want to see a clean set, you know, without them using even the slightest amount of profanity. Um you know, uh, they also, um, what else did they say? Oh, and then also the clip had, it was a three minute clip with three different clips. So there were three, say one minute long clips spliced into this three minute clip. And I said, you know what, why not? Because it's jarring to the viewer. Why not just use one clip? You know, why not? Wait to get somebody to shoot an, a nice professional quality video um, at, a, at a particular club that you like working and do your material in, in, in a three minute segment. You know, if you're doing five minutes, open with, you know, something and then boom, say your name, go into your material, uh, do three minutes and then move on and, and close out your set. That was my suggestion. And uh, gave that constructive criticism. We haven't spoken since I gave that constructive criticism, uh, other than saying them saying, you know, I I I disagree, and and that kind of bugged me, um, not in a bad way, just more so. I'm if, if you're my friend, I'm trying, I'm doing my best to help you. So, um, why would you not take the information when you know I've I've used the same formula? And and it's worked for me. Um, so all that to say, the protocol uh, for when you ask anyone to, to assist, don't get offended if they don't give you the the answer or insight that you're hoping to hear. You know, because if you're if they're your friend, if there's someone that cares about you, loves you, cares about your well being then they're giving you sound advice for a reason. They're giving you sound information for a reason. And y'all know I don't like giving advice. But if you're my friend and you ask me for my opinion on something, I'll do my best to give you constructive criticism and and help you make your decision, I guess. But it's ultimately, it's on your shoulders and that person. Um, it's, it's up to them and, and, you know, hopefully they... Hopefully, you know, maybe I'm wrong or maybe they, you know, will, you know, adjust their their submission and they just don't want to tell me, you know, you're right. So <laughs> so we shall see. <clears throat> so anyway, so where did that come about? Oh, so the comic uh, at, at Stand Up New York, dude asked me, asked me to watch him. And I said, man, I, you know, I really don't like watching uh Watching comics, but then later on, uh, we were still at the bar. So after it said, he came and uh, I said, "Oh man, how how'd it go?" And he, he kind of shook his head. I said, oh, "It didn't go well." He's like, "Nah, you know what? You know, I did a bunch of new jokes. They didn't work." And 
I don't even remember what I said, but I was thinking afterwards, and I wish I had told him, why, why if you're a new comic and you're doing the um, a bringer show on open mic, why are you doing new material? Do the material. You probably hardly have five to ten minutes. So instead of working on a new five to make 15 minutes, work on the five to ten minutes that you have and tighten that because I'm sure there are holes in it. You know, that's that's another rule of thumb, man. Protocols states you don't have a lot of time. Work the material you have and make that better. Perfect that before you move on and, and want to prove to them that, that you have all these great ideas yeah, you might have a bunch of great ideas, but master what you already have first. Master the material that you're working, man. Um, I think in this era of, of you know, comics putting out new new specials every year between, you know, some some really great and talented and, and popular comics, you know, uh, uh, Kevin Hart, Billy Burr, uh, uh, Louis C.K., these dudes are all putting out a new hour every year, year and a half, you know. Um, that's great for them, but they have established audiences that want to hear their new thoughts. They put out new material because they've dropped previous hours, plural. You have five minutes, and you have a five minutes that you're not certain of. Work the five minutes you have, until you master it and know that it's going to be a brilliant five minutes and it's flawless. And then you move on to another five minutes, man. And don't get me wrong. I probably made the same errors, the same mistakes when I when I was new to. Um, but I also do remember that, you know, for years I was doing the same boys to men, Michael Jackson, you know, that first first year on stage. Every time I got on stage, you, I was doing Michael Jackson constipated. You hear me? <laughs> because I, I was, I was working. I was mastering that that material, mastering that set. That's what you gotta do. Um, you know, wow. So I got sidetracked. Um, so that's, for, but for me, I've been doing this twenty three years, so I can get on stage and and know. That I have a place to land. I know what material is strong, what material is going to work, and so I can stray from the script because I know how to win. If if the new material is not working, you got five minutes. You don't know where to go because the five minutes didn't work, and now that five minutes turns to three, and now now your voice and your throat are getting extremely dry. They're getting very dry. <laughs> Uh, anyway, man, so I had a great weekend, and Sean Berger did, uh, did my man Man Cow's, um, radio show in, in, in downtown Chicago, um, love, love doing media out there, his show's always a, a zoo, there, because there are probably four or five people, there was a dude that was part of a Star Wars, he wrote a book on, uh, ah, jeez, I wish I remembered his name, or the name of his book, but he he was he wrote not a Star Wars uh, like a not a novel um, with with a narrative. He he wrote something that was more informative about the the.
the world of Star Wars. I asked him if if they wound up getting groupies, and he said, you'd be surprised. In, in, his, in his best, I'm not a nerd, but I'm a nerd voice. <laughs> but he was a real cool cat, man. It was, you know what, Mad Cow kept clouding him because uh, the, the, the Star Wars convention that they were doing was going to be held at the Joliet Library. <laughs> the Joliet Public Library. <laughs> and, and I was like, hey, man, let that dude live. You know, I, you know, and of course, I got to drop some Star Wars. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. Um, gotta let your your freak flag fly and let your inner inner Star Wars nerd out, man. And I did. Uh, and then, uh, then I did WGN. WGN is one of one of those first cable networks I remember, man. And so it's, it's always cool to go go there and uh, and promote. And a lot of people came out because um, they they were like, "Yeah, man, we saw you on uh, on WGN this morning." And they ran it again on Saturday. So um, Friday's shows were great. Now Saturday we were competing. We weren't really competing. We were just going against the. Um, the Chicago Blackhawks versus uh, was it Tampa Lightning game two cha- in in the uh, hockey uh, championships uh, the NHL championships uh, so Chicago is in the, the championships so I knew look let let's be real I was I was thinking we were going to get maybe maybe twenty thirty people. At the show on Saturday, at either show on Saturday. Look, that's combined. That's how much they had they had planted the the fear in my head that we were not going to have a crowd there on uh, on on Saturday night. But you know what? We uh we I think we we broke a hundred plus on on both shows. So I was I was I was in a good mood, in a good groove, baby. Uh, I felt good about uh about the the turnout. And uh, so did the staff. The staff felt good too. So I was like, ah, right, you know what? I'm in, a, I'm in a good space right now. I'm in a, I'm in a happy space. And uh, and yeah, we're 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 doing well. So I had fun. Didn't actually strayed from um, from doing a lot of new material on one of the shows. Reason being, smaller crowd. And I was like, you know, let me let me win these fools. Let's not let's not mess around. Yeah, I ain't gonna get me. I got to win, man. I got to win. I got to win, man. I got to win. I got to win, man. I got to win. I got to what? I got to win. So, uh, uh, Saturday, what movie did I go see? I I I went to see. Um, what did I see? Oh, you know what? I saw a Spy with Melissa McCarthy. Funny movie, man. That was a funny movie. It kept me awake. I was tired, but kept me awake. Um, I enjoyed. I definitely enjoyed that movie, and I I suggest y'all should go out. And you know what, uh, Tony, the owner of the Improv, he made a good point. He said she's this generation's Lucille Ball, where she throws her body into comedy, both figuratively and literally. She will do any and everything to make you laugh, from you know saying from her cussing worse than a sailor to her. You know, physical comedy where she'll, you know, Pratt falls and she'll roll over a couch or take a dive. Man, I think she's, I think she's brilliant. She's one of, one of, one of the best out there doing it right now, man. Um, so y'all go out and, uh, 
and check out that movie. I actually, I, I, I gotta go to Dallas this week. I might see that movie again. I, I even told my wife. I said, you know what? You might have to go see this movie with me. We might go check that out when I get back on on Monday. So just be fore, forewarned. Um, and then I, I saw Mad Max. Yeah, I have to understand. The movies, I went to three different movies this weekend and probably paid total how much I would pay to go see one 3D movie in New York City. Was, uh, I think it cost, it cost, ah, man, how much did it cost to go to movies? It couldn't have been more than $6 and $6 and some change, right? I wanted to, I, I... I think it was six dollars and fourteen cents because they have some weird surcharge for tax, and so it was like six dollars and fourteen cents. Um, so I paid eighteen dollars and forty two cents to see see three movies this weekend. That's how it should be. That's now that now that's a bargain. That's a bargain for me. Uh, and 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 saw Mad Max yesterday. Mad Max was yo. The, the 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 action sequences in in Mad Max were fire, man. I can't even can't even describe it. And they had those really comfortable uh, cush couch seats. So they're only like eighty seats per theater, but the seats recline and they vibrate and give you a hand job. No, I'm just playing. Um, yeah, so I had fun. And then, yo, and you know what? Now this was a nice surprise, man. Really nice surprise. Um, you know, because you have have people you respect, um, that you appreciate their grind and their hustle, and uh, and their success. So last night for my final show, uh, I I walked in, um, feeling good. It's the last show. I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna get paid. You know what I mean? Um, and I can go out with a bang. Sunday shows can be challenging, but they can also be fun because, uh, you know, the audience might be smaller, but you figure if a crowd comes out on a Sunday night, they really want it to laugh. You feel me? Um, so I, uh, I walk in, uh, Dave, the sound guy, uh, brings me, he, Dave does a great job. He always, we hang out. Um, and I wish him much success in his future endeavors. He might be moving on, but either way, if he stays, it'll be great to see him next time. I'm out here with Harris because Harris enjoyed him, and they they got to smoke, smoke some teens together. Um, but also, um, you know, I just enjoy his uh, company because we talk a lot of old school hip hop. I mean, dude, dude, he's the sound dude, so he's playing everything from Tribe. He but what did he he played some last night? I was like, wow, he went. Uh, he went way deep. Maybe maybe it was past the peas uh uh by De La Soul or something that something I haven't heard like some or some Jurassic Five track or, or, or Nas. He loves Illmatic. Um anyway, so uh Dave drops me off. Uh I go in, go downstairs in the club. Actually, uh shout out to to a bunch of uh, they work at you, you know, because I pick up strays along the way. Um, and if I if I go to a restaurant and the service is good, I invite people out to. Um, I'll invite people out to to the show. So I um, I went to this place called the Grill House, and it's funny because well, ah, Victoria Chu 
Victoria Chu. And I because I remember everybody's name from the list. Victoria Chu. And it's funny, she used to work at the PF Chang's out here, which I always go to, but now she worked there. So she and a bunch of her co-workers, her manager, uh, I remember her manager's name was Kelly Beerman. Beerman, because I thought it was a funny name for someone that works at a bar. Uh and <laughs> Kelly Beerman was Beerman. Anyway, not that that's important to the story, but um them uh, and uh, this dude Izzy is Israel and uh, and Rina. Anyway, I don't even know if they'll ever hear this podcast, but I invited them all to my Sunday night show because I ate there on Saturday, and uh, and y'all they uh they came out, which was which was cool. I told the managers um you know have some people from this this uh restaurant coming through from the from the grill house, and and they all came out and had a good time. Their their boss Kelly couldn't make it because they couldn't find a uh couldn't find a sitter for her. And her husband's kids, her husband DC, no Devin, Devin. See, I'm getting better. The reason I, I'm getting better at memorizing people's names, uh, because I feel like I'm bad at, at retaining people's names. So I, I repeat them. I repeat them enough so that I remember them. Uh, may never see these people again, but you know, for me, it's it's practice. So uh, they came out. And um, the, the the club informed me, oh, yeah, you know, your people from that restaurant came out. And then as I get in, Luke, one of the managers, says, yeah, um, uh, yeah, just, you know, uh, Angela Johnson is here to see you. I was like, wait, A.G.Z., Angela, uh, the, com- the comic? He said, yeah, yeah. I said, get out of here. And then he showed me her. And I was like, when we saw each other, I was like, yo, now, now Angela's a big deal. Um, she's big. Um, from this character, she did uh, Bong Kui Kui, <laughs> this, this this ghetto chick uh, that she has, um, and, and this nail salon uh, character that um, blew her up from from YouTube and booked helped her book Mad TV some years back. We met in I want to jeez oh maybe oh eight oh nine. There was this award show. I, you know, one day I'll talk. Maybe next week I'll I'll remember to talk about this thing called the Golden Trailer Awards, right? There was they, they, which they also called the Movie Trailer Awards. There's an award show for the movie trailers that you see for movies, right? And so, uh, so yeah, we um, we both were. You know, they would usually have comics present, and just to give you a list of the people that you know. I've done this this show with um uh, let's see obviously Angela I met Angela there um Whitney Cummings Nick Crow uh I think Bird did it one year actually yeah cuz uh we were all managed by the same uh same person and uh and so all of his clients were presenters me Todd Lynn, Billy Rich Voss just a gang of us uh, was Patrice there he might have been there you know um, but yeah, a lot of fun and an interesting awards show because you got to see all the people and, and meet the people that helped create the trailers, which you didn't realize there was an art to creating and, and crafting trailers, you know, and so, and those editors should be saluted as well, you know, as well as, uh, the La Fontaine's of the world that, that are the voices behind the trailers in a world, you know, go see, go watch this, uh, Pretty good movie about the voiceover world in a world, um, uh, you know. And, uh, so anyway, yeah. So Angela, uh, she 
she came through, saw her. It was great to see her. She uh she tells me she was out there uh working on working on this movie, The Resurrection of Gavin Stone. She's shooting in Chicago. And she tells me how she uh last week she was um because remember y'all, I wasn't booked uh it, it was only a week out before I was booked to do this show. So a couple of days around that time, about a week ago, she shows one of her friends on, on set one of my clips, right? And then she said, uh, she's I think she's been coming and just working out while she's in town. So I think she came and worked out at least one or two times since she's been here for the last five weeks. She goes online and to check the schedule, and she's like, "Oh shoot, Dean's there!" So she brings one of her co-stars out with her, and uh, and did a guest spot, and and actually touched when she told me, "Yeah, no, I came," because I was like, "Wow, you know, I was just talking about you showing someone your clip, and you were here." So I was like, "Oh, I gotta go see Dean. I hadn't seen him in a while." So that was uh, you know, shout out to uh, to AGZ, Ben Angela Johnson for uh, for coming out, and then uh, you know to support, and she she. Bless the stage. She's working out. She's preparing for your new comics. She's preparing a new special, a new hour, and she can because she has previous hours, uh, and people, you know, she has tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of uh, fans that, you know, come come to see her do her thing in theaters. You know, so it makes sense that she's working new material. And I hope it doesn't sound like I'm coming down on on new comics because I'm not, man. Um, you know, just but you got to you got to got to stay in your lane and do what you do, man. And and yo, had a great time. Uh, you know, um talk, we we had fun, you know, catching up. Uh she's married. Her her husband is a Christian rapper. Uh not Lecrae, which I guess is the one popular uh Christian rapper everyone refers to, which is funny, um, but she seemed real happy. I know I saw that rock, and I was like, "Yeah, you look happy. You're you're glowing." <laughs> and uh, and I had a great final set, man. And uh, and then watched the uh, game. Damn, it's you know what? I gotta get ready to bounce because the driver should be downstairs uh, to pick me up uh, and bring me to Chicago O'Hare Airport. Um, I gotta say real fast, man. The 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 uh, the NBA Finals the championships games, man. Game two was incredible. Game one was great. It's it's a great series. You have uh, LeBron and the Cavs versus Steph Curry and, and Golden State. People ask who I'm rooting. I'm not really rooting for anyone, but having been to the city of Cleveland and seeing how miserable people were. You know what? I guess I'm leaning a little more towards Cleveland because both cities. I mean, Oakland, Oakland. It, it would be nice for for uh, you know the Bay Area to have some uh, have a win as well. So I'm happy whoever wins. I'm leaning more towards Cleveland also because I I uh, I've been to Cleveland and well I've been to both, but I I want to see uh want to see Cleveland have something to smile about since they were so sad last time I was there. Sad still because LeBron had left three years prior. And I was like, get over it, people. He's not coming back. Prove me wrong, he did come back, man. Um, and so all you people that burn jerseys, guess what? You look like idiots because you bought new ones. <laughs> but it's an incredible, incredible game. But I got to say, in my opinion, LeBron 
It's not a strong closer. Two games in a row, um, he he got shut down in overtime, man. He, he wasn't really delivering the offense that his team needed. And he missed a free throw in the last four seconds of the game, man, which could have been a, a game changer. Uh, fortunately for Cleveland, they, they won. They came back. And so... Uh, um, now the series is tied 1-1. Um, so, you know, yeah, it, 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 it's an interesting uh, series. And, and Steph Curry, they found a way to shut him down. He was not effective offensively. He was like, what, 2 of 15 from three-point uh, area, man? Yo, great series, man. Awesome. Increasing, real incredible. So incredible right now, baby. All right, y'all, listen. It's your man Dean Edwards. Follow me on all things uh, uh, at I am Dean Edwards. Twitter, Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook fan fan page. Big up to all my fans that uh, you know listen. Appreciate y'all. I'm not sure what exactly has happened recently because my numbers have have suddenly dwindled. <laughs> the listeners have dwindled, and I'm used to what. You know, 250, 300 a week, and they've been down to like 10% of that. So, gotta figure out what what the problem is, man. I don't, I don't know, but um, I'm still here for y'all, man. I apologize for releasing that that one. Uh, no, I did. I one one I released late, and another week I just wasn't able to get an episode up, and for that I apologize. Um, but I'm here for y'all, you know. And hope y'all still here for me. Is it is is this thing is this thing on? Is anyone out there listening? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Yeah. Let me go catch this plane, man. Two fingers all love. I'll scream at y'all. Peace. Peace.